Hey guys, welcome to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast. I am your host, Haley Kemp, and this is going to be all about my journey through the 75 Hard Challenge by Andy Frasella and my personal challenge of 75 podcasts in 75 days. I have no idea what I'm doing with podcasting, but I have wanted to start for over a year now, and I have let that excuse hold me back for way too long. So this is going to be messy, no music, unedited, and I'm just going to figure it out as I go along. So it's going to be fun to compare my 75th podcast to my first podcast. It's going to be fun to compare who I am now to who I am in 75 days, mentally, physically, spiritually. I am fully committing to the next 75 days of just personal growth and business growth, podcast growth. I am tired of letting my excuses hold me back from practically everything. And so I am so excited to be on this journey. I am so thankful for you for being on this journey with me. If you have anything that you want me to talk about, if you have any questions, if you just want to connect, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I will link them down below. I am just so excited to get this started. So thank you for joining me today and let's get on with today's show. Thank you again for listening to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast and the 75 days of podcasting. I would love to be able to connect with you on social media, on Instagram or Facebook. I will link both of them in the show notes. If you have any tips or advice for me, this is not going to be an easy road. It is going to be a little messy as I learn how to podcast, but I am so thankful that you are here. I am thankful for your grace and I am thankful for the good Lord above for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and the drive to do 75 podcasts in a row. So I hope you enjoyed today's show and I will see you tomorrow. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the I Can Do Hard Things podcast. I am your host, Haley Kemp, and today is day 18 of these 75 days of podcasting and day 19 of 75 hard for me. Guys, I have been so MIA here lately with the podcasts. I have not felt confident in myself, confident in the podcast, confident in a whole lot of things. There are so many uncertainties going on right now. I mean, for everybody, right? I mean, it's 2020. And I don't know, last week, I really let that get in my head. And I did not feel motivated to get on here, even to speak about my struggles, because obviously, you know, I'm sure you can relate whenever you are like in that season, whenever you're in those struggles, it is so hard to try to inspire others to push through those seasons while you're, you feel like you're just crumbling. So last week was, was that week for me. I, I am amazed that I got my workouts in. I am amazed that I got my business in. I am amazed that I didn't quit on 75 hard because every single day last week, I wanted to just throw in the towel and just completely give up. But I know that's not going to serve me. I know that's not going to serve you. I know that's not going to serve the Lord. And so last week, I truly just gave myself the week to focus on my vital behaviors, which is my morning routine, my, you know, doing my 75 hard tasks, doing my business activities, and just really focusing on the things that move me forward 
and allowing myself to just step back from all of the extras that I add in, like the podcast and all of those things. And so it really just, like this morning, I was able to wake up and I felt so refreshed because, I don't know, last week I just felt so overwhelmed, like I wasn't doing enough and that I never... I don't, I don't even know how to put it into words, which is exactly why I didn't post any podcasts or anything like that. Because I mean, I recorded multiple podcasts and it was more of just rambling than actually providing value. Um, I don't know. It was, it was a hard week. We have a lot going on right now as a couple. Um, my husband and I are going through a lot financially and life Um, there's a lot going on that we just aren't really sure of. We're not sure where we're going to be in two weeks. Um, we just never know. His job is so back and forth and he could be in Louisiana one day or, you know, we have an opportunity to go to Colorado in two weeks. So we have no idea what is happening at any point in time. And, it's scary. It, it gives a lot of uncertainty. It gives a lot of anxiety because we never know where we're going to be. Um, you know, with, with, I know it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but with like with packages, I have packages being mailed to this specific RV spot. So in two weeks, are we going to be here? Do I need to cancel that? We have no idea. And Um, I mean, I've had that happen multiple times where I've had to, you know, have somebody go pick up a box for me and mail it to me because we left, you know, very suddenly and there was no changing the route of the package. And so I had to have it mailed to me. So I had to pay shipping twice, which is not that big of a deal. But there's all of these little bitty things that as a person that struggles with anxiety, I allow to just fester and... I just allow myself to basically go a little dormant and just allow my anxiety to completely destroy me. And as I am going through anxiety and going through life with anxiety and learning different things that help and different things that don't help, right? One of the biggest things that I have found that helped me the most is positive thinking intentionally. And I know that I've said that in the past on the podcast and that we get to choose our thoughts and that, you know, I'm not saying think happy thoughts and your anxiety and depression will go away, but you can intentionally think happy thoughts, right? Not that it's going to completely erase your depression and anxiety. And trust me, as somebody who struggles with anxiety and depression, it infuriates me to no end when somebody says, well, why are you depressed? You have a pretty great life. Just think happy thoughts, you know, just don't focus on the negative. And as, as easy as it sounds, guys, I know how hard that is. And especially when you do have anxiety and depression and chronic anxiety and depression, it is so hard whenever your brain is trying to manipulate you to believe that your struggles are completely unique to you right? Like nobody else in the world is going through this. And it seems so overwhelming that you are going through this. And it seems so unfair that nobody else in the world is going through this. Except whenever you take a step back, you can realize that there are so many people going through exactly what you're going through. 
no matter what it is, whether you're losing a family, whether you're diagnosed with an illness, whether you just lost your job, whether you just lost your house, whatever it might be, somebody out there is going through exactly what you're going through. And they made it out on the other side. Someone out there made it out on the other side of the situation that you are currently wanting to give up on. And I was reading uh, my book this morning called Life Strategies um, by um, Dr. Phil. And the life law that I was reading about today is um, you do what works for you. People do what works. So even though we choose to do these behaviors that don't serve us, somehow we get a payoff from doing that or otherwise we wouldn't continue doing this negative activity. So he says, you know, as an example, we know if we touch a hot stove, we get burned. So we know there's no payoff from getting burned. So we never do that again. That's usually a one-stop shop. You touch the hot burner, you never touch that hot burner again because you know there is no payoff. Well, for me, one of the examples that he used in the book, for me, I struggle with overeating. And then I will sit there and hate on myself and just really rag on myself about why I overate knowing that I'm going to gain weight and it doesn't serve me and binge eating does nobody any good. But yet I still continue to do that because there is some type of payoff. And he talks about different, you know, psychological payoffs, social payoffs, behavioral payoffs, financial payoffs, emotional payoffs, all of these different ways that you can you know, have payoffs that you might not recognize in the beginning whenever you're sitting there saying, oh, why do I continue smoking two packs of cigarettes a day? Why do I continue getting blackout drunk every single weekend? Why do I continue binge eating? Why do I continue, you know, doing these things that I know don't serve me, but I continue doing them over and over and over again? And guys, it's because we do what works. And whenever you're binge eating or getting blackout drunk or smoking two packs of cigarettes a day or whatever it might be for you, there is some type of positive payoff that you are searching for in that negative behavior. So for me, binge eating gives me an emotional payoff. I know that I like the flavor of the foods that I binge eat, which gives me obviously that satisfaction. I know that whenever I binge eat, I am avoiding something else. Typically, whenever I begin to binge, it is because I am avoiding something that I don't want to do, whether that's working, working out, calling somebody, whatever it might be. I say I'm busy because I'm eating and then I continue eating and I continue eating and I continue eating. And then all of a sudden I have eaten probably 3000 calories in one sitting because I was a trying I was trying to avoid something that I needed to do but that positive payoff was that I didn't have to do that thing because I was busy eating even though it was a double negative because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm binge eating which is not serving me either but that positive payoff of being able to avoid that activity or the event or the phone call, or anything like that, being able to avoid that is a big enough payoff to cause me to binge eat over and over and over again, even though 
100% of the time that I binge eat, I feel really bad about it. And then all of a sudden I have this overwhelming guilt because I can't control the binge eating, right? Except that is just the story that I'm telling myself. And I'm just telling myself, I can't control this. I can't, you know, because it works for me. Binge eating works for me. Getting blackout drunk every single weekend, you might be avoiding something. You might, you know, maybe you don't want to be home for the entire weekend. Maybe you worked your butt off all weekend long or all week long and you just need some type of release, except you hate that you get blackout drunk and you hate that Sunday morning sick feeling and the pounding headache and not wanting to be with your family and not wanting to eat anything because you just feel like crap. And you wake up and you hate that you can't remember what happened the night before. And you hate that you do this every single weekend. But can, you continue to do it over and over and over again because of that payoff of having fun, of having that social interaction, of being able to avoid being home for the weekend, of being able to, you know, release that stress. But then come Sunday morning, you beat yourself up because you did it again. You got sloppy drunk. You can't remember what happened. You threw up all over yourself and you and you hate that you continue doing that, but you continue doing it anyways because of that payoff. And when I was reading that this morning, it just, it really sat with me because all week long, while I was avoiding all of these other tasks that I should have been doing that could grow my business, that could, you know, make me healthier, that could make my mental strength stronger, all of these things that I could have been doing, except I was avoiding them by scrolling social media for hours. Guys, I went probably four weeks without scrolling at all. Like I deleted TikTok. The only reason I got on social media was to post on my stories or to post a post. Like I wasn't looking at anybody else's. I wasn't liking, I wasn't commenting. I wasn't scrolling social media at all. And I was so productive in every other area of my life because I didn't have this positive feedback coming from social media that was giving me that instant gratification of immediately seeing funny videos right? If you don't like this one, just scroll to the next one and you'll get that instant gratification. And in this chapter, Dr. Phil is also talking about just that, that as Americans, we have trained ourselves to expect instant gratification in everything. You know, instead of writing letters to each other, we can immediately get a text back. Instead of, you know, reading a book, we want to get on social media and scroll through funny videos because of that instant gratification. Or any, you know, anything like that. Instead of picking up a dictionary, you can just say, hey, Siri, how do you, what does this word mean? You know, instant gratification in every area of our life has been such the norm for so long that it scares us to try to change that. So what do we do? We search for that instant gratification, even if it doesn't serve us because of that immediate positive payoff. And so... His assignment for the day, which I absolutely love these daily assignments, his assignment for the day was to write down five things that you know that you do that don't serve you, but for some reason you continue doing them over and over and over again, like binge eating, getting blackout drunk every weekend, smoking three cigarettes, three packs of cigarettes a day, you know, whatever it might be in your life, write it down. 
give enough description so that you can feel the emotions, so that you can actually look on your page and see that this is a negative response or a negative activity that you are getting some type of positive response from, no matter what it might be. And this is something that you have to think very deeply about because maybe you don't struggle with binge eating. Maybe you don't get blackout drunk every weekend. Maybe you don't even smoke cigarettes. Maybe you do none of those things. But somewhere, there is no exception to this. And I love that he says that because, of course, we all try to say, oh, this is not about me. Like, this is about other people. But there is no exception. Every single person on this earth has some type of activity that they do that does not serve them. But for some reason, they continue doing it over and over and over again and then continue to beat themselves up over that because it has some type of positive payoff. So maybe you like to binge watch TV instead of working out, meal prepping, um, working an online business. Maybe, you know, y'all are in a serious financial situation and instead of going out and figuring out how to solve that, you avoid it completely by scrolling social media or watching TV. Or maybe as a mom, the only thing that you want is to spend more time with your family. And instead of doing that thing that you really want to do, you sit down and scroll on social media for two hours and then go to bed, kiss them goodnight, and start the next day and say, man, I wish I would have spent more time with my family yesterday. But you didn't. Because you have that positive payoff of that instant gratification from your phone or from your TV And it gets us so distracted. And so we keep saying, oh, I want, I want, I want. But there's this, but there's this, but there's this excuse as to why I can't. Because there's a positive payoff to this excuse. Which might just be avoiding the situation. Or maybe after a long day of work, gosh, all you want to do is spend time with your family. But you're so tired and you just want to sit down on the couch and watch TV. I get that. I get that so much. But guys, in 10 years, when your four-year-old daughter is now 14 years old and you spent the last 10 years saying, man, I wish I spent more time with her, but I'm just so tired. I just, I just need to watch TV for just a few minutes and then I'll get up and I'll go play with her. Well, just, just one more episode and then I'll get up and I'll do something. No, just, just one more episode. Just one more TikTok video. I know we all get trapped into social media and that instant gratification. We all do it. And guys, I'm telling you, I don't know if if you take a day off from social media, but my team and I choose to take Sunday as a completely unplugged day. So, you know, some people don't even touch their phone. Some people completely turn their phone off on Sundays. I don't do that because my husband works on Sundays and if he calls me, I need to answer. But I don't get on social media. I love the fact that we can just just stop for one whole day and focus on ourselves, whether that's reading all day long or sleeping all day long or working on projects all day long or hanging out with your family all day long, whatever it might be that moves you forward and gives you an entire day of rest and completely just sets your week up for success. If we spend all the time that we have on this earth wrapped up in instant gratification and never take a step back to realize that we have to 
take steps now that are going to benefit us in 20 years. Think about saving, saving money for it, for an example, you can choose to put 10% of your paycheck away every single time you get paid so that in 10 or 20 years, you have this big bank account that has been just building and building and building, or you can choose to spend every single dime that you ever make. And then whenever you lose your job and you have no savings account, there's nothing to fall back on and you're helpless. But we wanted that instant gratification of Friday is payday. So then we get to go out to eat and go drinking and dancing and shopping and do all these things. And then come Monday, that entire paycheck is gone. We don't know how we're going to pay our bills, but we know for a fact that we had a great time this weekend. There's that positive payoff, even though it was a negative behavior that isn't going to serve serve us later. That positive payoff for that social interaction and having that good time and getting to burn off some energy. And guys, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go out with your friends, shouldn't go have a good time. Go do that. But there are things that we have to recognize that the things that we do now benefit us or don't in 10 or 15 years. So you can choose to not work out today because you don't want to get out of bed today. Even though you know by working out today, it will help your health in 10 or 20 years. It will add life to your um, whatever. You know, it will add time to your life. But instead, we choose that instant gratification of, you know what, right now, I don't want to get up. So I'm not going to work out today because I don't want to right now, even though it's going to help me later on in life. I don't want to save money right now, even though I could lose my job next week. I don't want to do this right now, even though it's going to help me later on down the road. Because right now, I want that instant gratification. I want to feel good right now, not later on. I'll worry about feeling good in 10 years in 10 years. Except it doesn't work that way, does it? Because your health now determines where your health is in 10 years. Your job now determines where you're going to be in a few years. Actually, that one's not so true because you could, with your job, you could literally just, anyways, just, just ignore that example. But, you know, like if you, I mean, just take your job as an example, actually. So if you show up to your job every single day with a bad attitude and all of these things so that your job doesn't give you extra work, right? Because we know better workers get more work because they do the work better. So that person who doesn't do their job top notch might not lose their job because they're not technically doing a bad job, but they don't go above and beyond to where they are assigned extra work, right? So there's that positive payoff with the thing that's not going to serve us. But also that person that does not go above and beyond so that he doesn't get extra work is not going to get that raise or that promotion that the person who does go above and beyond will get. Or the person who is wanting to build an online business. If you don't show up every single day for your business because it's hard and it's inconvenient and it's scary. That's fine. You can use that as your avoidance, get that positive payoff, except your business is not going to grow as much as somebody else's who is showing up every day, even though it is uncomfortable and scary and uncertain. They showed up every single day. So in one year, Their business is going to be so much farther than yours because you chose to not show up whenever it was inconvenient because it was that positive payoff. 
and that instant gratification of, well, right now, I know that working my business right now will serve me, but right now I don't want to. So right now I'm going to get that instant gratification of scrolling social media instead of growing a business or instead of working out or instead of making that phone call or instead of talking to my boss about a raise or whatever it might be. We always choose the easier route because of that instant gratification and that positive payoff, even if the activity is not serving us in the long run. So my challenge for you today is to make that list of five things that you know that you do that does not serve you, but gives you some type of positive payoff, whether it's social payoff, whether it's a behavioral payoff or a psychological payoff, financial payoff, whatever it might be. If you can, you know, if you're, like I said, if you're binge eating to avoid something, if you're spending all your money so that you don't have to worry, you know, whatever it might be, write it down, write it in enough detail that you can pick it apart and realize where the emotion is coming from, why you're wanting to avoid that activity, you know, because Like for me, when I am wanting to binge eat to avoid business activities, it is because I am scared of failure. So whenever I have those days that I am so scared that I'm going to fail in my business, I literally will go out and manifest failure by not working my business because it's easier, right? It's just, I don't, I don't want to today. I know it's not going to serve me to not do this. But I think I'm just going to scroll social media instead because that's just a lot easier today than actually dealing with that fear and moving my business forward. Because what if I fail later? Well, girl, what if you succeed? What if, what if you never quit and you succeeded in whatever it might be, in your relationship, in your job, in whatever it might be? What if you started today and never stopped? just a food for thought. So I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you are ready to crush 2021. Christmas is next week. I am so excited to have some kind of joy come to us. Guys, Christmas is my favorite holiday. I just love all of the colors, the smells. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about, like the Christmas tree smell, all of that. Like I just, I love everything about Christmas and the feels. So I am so excited about next week. I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys are just ready to crush 2021 with me. We are going to dive into this book together. I think I'm going to start doing podcasts about each life law that, you know, as I go through and I'm actually going to reread this book and actually I want to read it through first and then go back through and actually like really journal it out and really do the assignments and really dive into it. Right now I'm just fascinated and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. But guys, actually writing it down is so incredibly useful and being able to see it on paper and call yourself out, that is the biggest thing. If you want to know what personal growth is about, it is calling yourself on your own bullshit. You cannot wait for someone else to do it for you. No one else is making sure that you get through this life the way you want to get through this life. That is up to you. So you have to recognize those negative behaviors that aren't moving you forward and try to, I don't want to say avoid them, 
But basically, because they're not moving you forward, but recognize those things that you do over and over again and start moving yourself forward. Start recognizing those things and move yourself forward because you're never going to get where you're wanting to go by staying where you're at.